Today, we're going to talk about some guiding principles for success, which I think you'll find quite useful. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome you back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. I'm fresh off the plane, which is kind of exciting these days, I guess, from Aussie 10 Peaks, which I did with the O'Brien's Vermont group. Uh, so they're plumbers and electricians that I work with in Melbourne. I've done quite a bit of coaching with. I've done a bit of adventure with. Uh, first day was hectic. The weather just smashed us. We ended up going up Kosciuszko and you could not see 20 metres in front of you. The next day we had phenomenal weather, like just this beautiful sunshine. You could see as far as the eye could see, literally. It was just stunning, sensational. And we hit Cozzy again, amongst the other peaks, of course. But again, it reminded me that... Adventure is the best personal development in the world because you just have to face up to whatever nature throws your way. You don't get a choice in it. Uh, All you get a choice in is your attitude and how you respond to the things that are happening around you. And I've got to say, the team at O'Brien's Vermont just responded phenomenally. Really good group of people. It was their leadership team, business owners, uh, and a friend of theirs. And we had some great conversations out there, a lot of lessons learned. And they just had a really good attitude, which is really important when you're out there facing the elements. You don't want to be surrounded by people who are kind of negative and struggling and bringing other people down. And I guess, again, that's a bit of a metaphor for life, right? You don't want to be surrounded by those people in life when you're struggling either. One of the things I teach to everyone uh, from school age kids through are what I call the guiding principles to succeed. So if you want to succeed at something, these are what I now call seven guiding principles because there used to be six, but I added the last one on recently. Now, I've spoken about these some time ago on this show, and I get there are a lot of new people on the show these days, and numbers have jumped quite significantly, so I just want to share this with you. Uh, if you've heard it before, it never hurts to have this stuff re-embedded so we can get focused on making our life as good as it possibly can be by focusing on ourselves and the way we're responding, interacting with the world, etc. So the guiding principles, and number one for me will always be number one for me, and it's accountability. It's about the fact that Whatever is happening in my life, it is my responsibility to find a way to respond for a positive outcome. Nothing's happening to me. It's not someone else's fault. It's not society. It's not the current economic situation. It's not what's going on with COVID because those are all things outside of my control. As soon as I can learn to only really stress about or work on the things that I can control, then I've got some level of control. If I need you to do something, in order for me to feel a certain way, then I'm constantly relying on other people to take actions and I've got no control over them. So no matter what goes on, what's your role in it? What could you do differently to get a different outcome? That's accountability. It is literally never looking for someone to blame. It's never looking for excuses and it's never denying that it's happening. You are never below the line if you're using proper accountability. Number two is to be persistent and consistent. You've just got to keep showing up. Now, you might not be getting the result you want right now, but you're not going to get that result if you quit either. Now, there's a fine line here. It's about knowing when to give up on a certain goal. Maybe the goal changes. Maybe you've changed over the years. Maybe it's not your goal anymore. And we've spoken about that a few weeks back. And I'm not suggesting keep doing something that's not working, but be persistent and consistent in the way you show up. Because I know in the 11 years since I've been out of the military, I haven't always been on the exact same path I'm on now, but I'm pretty much the same person, just with some growth. 
I'm very, very consistent. I show up day in, day out. If it's worth my time, I give it the energy that that is worth because my time is valuable and I'm always showing up. And a lot of society will quit as soon as things get tough. And that's not how I'm wired. And I think that's why I'm able to really enjoy my life. Now, am I successful? I don't know. Like, I feel successful uh, financially, of course, with COVID and the way it's affected our businesses. If that was your only metric, maybe not. But if you look at the metrics of enjoying your life, uh, never feeling the need to hit the snooze alarm, never waiting and hanging out for the weekend, then yeah, I think I'm fairly successful. So being persistent and consistent pays off. That ties into number three. Know what your passion is. Now, you don't have to do your passion for work, but know what you're passionate about because that's how you're going to fill your spare time. I've run into many people in my coaching journey who hate what they do on the day-to-day, and that's okay, but then they also do nothing in their downtime because they're so exhausted from the hate that they have for the day-to-day that when they get home, it's just like flopping onto the couch, it's having some dinner, watching some TV, go to bed, get up and do it all again. And the weekend is just about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and oh my God, the weekend's over and I'm back doing what I hate again. If you know what you're passionate about, you can start to fill your weekends with the thing that you're passionate about. You can start to fill your after hours with the thing that you're passionate about. And it will stop you feeling so exhausted all the time. So yeah, it's great to do what you love for a passion and work, which I get to do. But I'm also understanding that not everyone has that. But if you've got no passion anywhere in your life, that day-to-day grind that you hate, that's not going to get any better. Number four is to find a mentor. Now, you can find mentors in the flesh. You can find people to sit down and have coffee with and talk to that make you feel good, that you can share ideas with, that can give you a bit of constructive feedback on how to make maybe some different decisions. People that you respect and who you trust and you trust the intention that they give you advice with. There's no sort of, there's nothing in it for them. You can certainly find those sort of mentors. You can find mentors through podcasts like this, through reading books, through getting involved in groups. There's all different ways that you can find a mentor. And it doesn't have to be around what you're working on. It doesn't have to be around what you do for a living. It could be around parenting. It could be around exercise. It could be around any area that you want to improve in your life. Find someone that can mentor you to get there. You don't have to make all the mistakes yourself. Other people have made mistakes. I know I've made plenty And that allows me to help guide people based off my experience. Now, if you want to go and make all the mistakes yourself, go for it. You've got a lifetime to do that. There ain't much fun in it. Number five is to find or build a support group. So if you're looking for an answer to something, I can almost guarantee someone else is looking for that. If you can't find a support group for something that you're into, then build one and let's see who comes into that group. Because off that, you're going to find mentors. You might become a mentor. Being a mentor is incredibly powerful. You you accelerate your own learning and your own journey very, very quickly by mentoring other people through challenges that they're experiencing. Plus, it's quite empowering when you watch people get a result at the other end. Number six is to be whole in your approach. Now, for me, what we call the four pillars of the, sol- of the solid human foundation is planning. Sorry. I'll go back a step. It's mindset first, hence this podcast. It's mindset, the good stuff you're putting into your brain. It's then planning so you know what it is that you're trying to achieve in life. It is then uh, fitness, and I'm talking about all health here, mental health, physical fitness, generally good nutrition. I'm not talking about six-packs and bikini bodies and starving yourself, but I'm talking about you want to have a pizza one day, great, but you're not having a pizza four days a week. 
It's about knowing how to look after your body optimally, but still experience life at the same time. Because we've all met those people that are super extreme about their body. And I don't know, there's that much fun in that. I used to go out with a girl that was like that. It wasn't fun because everything was built around eating uh, and around timings between meals and around what sources you could have on certain things and reading through ingredients lists. And and it was 24-7 and she was most certainly getting the result, but there wasn't a lot of happiness in it. And I think that's something we learn as we get a little bit older to find our way through that journey. So being whole in your approach, fitness is number three and number four is recovery. Now, I think we mentally need recovery as much as we physically do. So it could be that you need, you know, massages and sitting out on the back deck, drinking a cup of tea and reading a book, um, doing yoga, doing meditation. It could be those things, but it could just be time away from your devices and just sitting around either on your own or talking to friends. I like going for a bushwalk, sometimes with friends, sometimes on my own, but it just lets my head clear because I think we build this tension up mentally that we then drag around from place to place, from work to home and home to work, and it gets really tough, and we don't even sense that it's coming. It's not the same as physical fatigue. You know when you're tired, but with mental fatigue, I think it just gradually sneaks up on people. We start getting snappy when we know that we shouldn't. We start being unreasonable, and those are all issues, obviously. And number seven, which I've added in recently, is never be a victim. I absolutely detest victim mentalities. I absolutely detest when people can't move past perceived wrongs to them because it doesn't serve you. I did it for years. I did it for years around my upbringing, about what I perceived as the lack of love in my home, me moving out of home at a young age. Because I look at my kids and think, I don't want them to move out of home at 14. Of course not. But at the same time, I was held victim to that for decades for probably a good 20 years, longer than I needed to be, maybe a touch more if I'm really honest. And if I could accelerate that journey for you, don't be a victim. You've got plenty to offer. There's plenty of good things have happened in your life. It's that Matthew McConaughey idea of looking for the green light. Yeah, something tough's happened to you. Something tough's happened to all of us. I bet you something tough has happened to some people. And I bet you some people had an easy life. And that's just life. But whatever you do, don't be a victim. So those are my six guiding principles to succeed at almost anything. Accountability. Be persistent and consistent. Know your passion. Find a mentor. Find or build a support group. Be whole in your approach and never, ever be a victim. Happy Monday, team. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project podcast. Let's go.